New week, sojourners, arise. Let's begin with Meredith Monday. Chris, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good. Thanks, man. Um, Look, I'll level with you. It's been, uh, I I was very proud of myself because I um, managed to catch up on some of the sessions prior to your starting on Zachariah on the Glory Cloud. I got, I got, I think all the way just, I'm really, I got to the first, no, no, second, second episode into Zachariah. So, and it was sounding amazing. And I, I got that when I was down in Australia and got some on the flight. And I've got another flight soon. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting stuck in there. Uh, you guys make the perfect uh, flight companions. Um, so, um, but what I thought we could do is just, um, just make sure, number one, people know about the Glory Cloud. Uh, one of the big points, I think, of this, uh, this podcast is just to provide, a, provide another little kind of segue or, you know, just avenue to, to um, thinking about clients' stuff and, you know, sh- directing you to uh, what Todd and Chris do at Glory Cloud. Uh, and it, it's just totally epic. If you love, if you've enjoyed anything about Meredith Klein that we've been saying, uh, you'll enjoy that like a million times more because it's just they're actually going into the text they're looking at it. They're uh, working systematically through um, uh, all of his stuff and are now looking at Zechariah. And, um, you know, it's just good to hear these guys chat it through. And uh, Todd's great as well. Just, in, you know, it just does a lot of work. You can tell just in the way that he, he thinks it through and, and, and puts it forward in a nice encapsulated way for, for, for those listening in. Um, and so, um, just to make sure you go and check that out, uh, Glory Cloud Podcast, if you if you type that in, it should get you there. Um, I don't know, is there a URL as well? Do we need to give that? Yeah, they can go to meredithkline.com slash podcast, and uh-huh. all of the episodes are there as well. Boom. And also a good website, so camp out there as well. Um, okay, <laughs> so what I thought we could do, just because you might you might go in and go, well, where, where are we in the middle of Zechariah? How does that even work? So maybe what we could do is just get Chris to kind of um, give us a little just overview of, of, of what they've been thinking and talking about and the kinds of topics theologically that have been coming up. And uh, we'll just draw that out a little bit for this Meredith Monday. Nice short one, but um, uh, hopefully that'll be helpful to you. So, Chris, what's been going on at Glory Cloud? Have you been solving, so we, the, solving the problems of the world? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so uh, after episode 100, which was epic for us, uh, uh, we yeah. started into Glory in Our Midst, which is Klein's biblical theological commentary on the prophetic book of Zechariah. Mm. And when Klein writes a commentary, <laughs> it's different than what probably most of your listeners think of when they hear the term commentary. Totally. Um, but it's a rich and rewarding experience. So mm. just because it's different, don't let that turn you off. Mm-hmm. Um, I would highly encourage you to uh, check out what we're doing there. Uh, before I dive right into Zechariah, though, do you mind if I ask your opinion on episode 100? Because I was just oh, man. so excited about that one. Tell you, you're talking about the one with uh, Klein's son, right? Uh, Grant, yes. Th- that was so an episode called Meredith. His name is Meredith Klein as well. Yes, his middle initial is M, whereas his father's middle initial was G. But uh, yeah, and they sound exactly the same. 
don't they? <laughs> I got really excited. I was like, oh, you, you're interviewing Meredith Klein back from the dead. That's amazing. And then I was like, oh, oh it's just his kid. <laughs> no, it's, um, it was amazing. It was so, it was so good because it just, you know, just to, you know, you think so much about his writing and think so much about, you know, the stuff he came up with. It just, you know, it just creates such an interest level in terms of wanting to know more about his life. And, you know, there isn't a lot. I mean, it's, there's not a biography written about him, I don't think. Um, and so, you know, you really are dependent on these little, these little things that you can get along the way. And um, I, he's got a really interesting life, you know, and, and just these kids and, you know, just seeing what they're involved with. Um, and, and just, you know, the kinds of things that, that, that would frustrate him. And, um, <laughs> you know, it just, that stuff just makes him, you know, it just gives that humanness to, to, to who he was as, as a person and a dad and a husband and, uh, just, you know, just crazy stuff going on there. And, and, um, and even just a little bit of a debate if you, if you, if you know the story of the Westminsters and, you know, the frustrations there, I love the way, you know, it sort of tapped in there a little bit. And um, yeah, just just even into the mindset, like as he knew his father talking about talking about his mindset and and um, and it just it, what I found also particularly interesting is the way that each of his kids kind of picked up a thing that that he was in some way good at. And uh, it seemed to come through differently mm. in each one of his children, which, um, you know, and, and quite profoundly. So it sounds like, <laughs> you know, um, right. Um, at Meredith Klein, his son, um, man, when he was talking about that. uh that stuff he's working on in Ecclesiastes at the end. Oh my goodness. That was, um, that was like, hold on to your hat stuff. You know, that was just very, very crazy, very in depth, almost like it felt like you might be, you know, listening to, to, to Meredith Klein senior. Um, yeah, yeah, except maybe even a little bit more, you know, granular or, or just full on, you know, scholarly. And so it, it was just, yeah, you could tell it was, uh, there's a connection there. And then the other son is like, a, what, an architect? And the other one's like a mm-hmm. musician. And yeah, so I don't know, just super interesting. I know, um, you know, anyone that's, that's, that's in any way interested in Klein will, will love that episode. And um, yeah, it was great. It was just, it was just cool hearing you guys kick it around. Yeah. One of the huge insights that I took away from that was that really Meredith, Meredith G. Klein was an artist. Yeah, and totally. I think that explains so much about why his writing is so difficult for people who are expecting standard theological prose. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. Klein is really doing poetry, I think, a lot of the time mm. when he's writing. Mm, totally. Yeah. I love the way that, yeah, you're getting, you're getting a sort of, you know, I, I hear people talk about his writing style. And, and although it was different, I mean, it's, it's just without a doubt a complete, he has mastery of the language like this. I've never mm-hmm. doubted that at all. I mean, he just knows exactly how to do what he wants to do. And it, it comes across in an admittedly technical way. But, you know, and, and it's almost like he doesn't want you to lose a angle that he knows you might not get if he doesn't say it in a certain way. That's that's the right. feeling I get. And I suppose that accounts for the hyphenation thing as well, <laughs> where he's <laughs> right. sort of like keeping all the words hyphenated just to make sure you're keeping all the angles in your head at one time. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I like that when he does that. I'm like, you know, it's, it's kind of funny to read, but it's you get the point and you see what he was doing and he wants to create this three-dimensional masterpiece. Um, and, yeah, it's art, you know, it, along with theology, and it's 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 amazing. So yeah, totally. I, that that was a very interesting point. I remember you talking about it earlier and, and listening to it and uh, going, "Wow, yeah, there it is." Um, 
but yeah, just to, you know, seeing what kind of dad he was and everything, that was a, that was super good. So I would really recommend anyone go check that out. That was episode number one hundred. Boom, there it is. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> well, what are you on now? Like one hundred and what? Um, I just edited. Well, actually, um, yeah. So episode one hundred and fourteen just went live okay. um, yesterday. Yeah. All right, and we just. Re- recorded episode 115 i think i think that's where we're at yeah all right so about 15 on from that there is hope if you start at 100 you can get you can get there you can do it but you have to focus you have to focus (laughs) yeah and uh yeah go for it um todd and i have made a conscious effort to try to keep them to a manageable length okay we're averaging i think around 45 minutes but we've even come close to 30 minutes at some point so don't Mm. feel uh intimidated by yeah. trying to catch up okay. from episode 100 but brilliant um we are in zechariah and um there are many connections between uh, between what zechariah is doing and what john was doing in the book of revelation mm. so it's been really interesting to toggle back and forth between those two books um but we just finished. So God gives Zechariah a series of visions, and we are entering the fourth vision. Okay, I think. Um, but we just finished up a vision that was mind blowing. It was wow. so wonderful because you just couldn't avoid the gospel in mm. every single part of the vision. You had um, the high priest for Israel named Joshua, who was appearing before God and Satan in this uh, vision with dirty vestments. Hmm. His priestly garments were were soiled and stained. Hmm. And Satan is standing there saying, um, God, it's a violation of your law if you allow this dirty priest into your presence. Hmm. Um, so he has to be condemned in order for you to remain just. And then to see um, the angel of the Lord remove um, Joshua's dirty priestly vestments and clothe him in what is obviously a mm. picture of Christ's righteousness mm. um, and there, thereby just shut Satan's mouth. Hmm. Um Wow. Uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, that's, wonderful. That's so awesome. I, yeah. I am thoroughly loving um, talking about Zechariah. So if that yeah. sounds even remotely interesting to your listeners, I do hope that you'll come over and uh, check us out at the Glory Cloud podcast. Oh, man, brilliant. Um, yeah, because, I mean, you read through that book. Um, I've done one overview sermon on it reading through it just for you know just trying to just get a basic sense and even there you see wow there is just some amazing things you know you even though you can't understand you know every angle uh you know just just the general wow i see that that definitely points to the new covenant that points to christ uh, you know you can see those things but i can only imagine under the the Kleinian lens <laughs> what sort of things <laughs> would explode out of that book um and so yeah no look i'm definitely i was actually i've actually altered i was going to jump from i'm finishing off with genesis um preaching Ooh. and i was actually going to jump into to romans uh well first first it was hebrews then I thought, you know what, okay. I, might, I might go Romans. And then I thought, you know what, actually, I wonder if I could do Zechariah before Romans. That would just be like, oh, my goodness. Um, so I might just be into this in a big way soon. But, um, yeah, no, that sounds really good. Um, what I wanted to ask you is, what do you think, 
you know, in terms of like a, if someone was reading through client stuff, um, where would you, like, where would they read through this? I mean, typically you wouldn't really read through a commentary, you know, um, as a book. Would you recommend it? You said it was a little bit different to a normal um, kind of commentary scenario. Would you recommend it as a book? And if so, you know, where whereabouts? Like, would you read something else prior to this of Klein's or, you know, would this be right at the end or where would you put this? This would be toward the end of... You know, if I were to put his writings in a in a list of things to read, it would yeah. be toward the end of that list. Just because you would need um, some of the framework that he establishes, especially in Kingdom Prologue, right? Um, in or, in order to understand why he's doing what he's doing in this book. But yeah, um, I don't know if I've said this to you, but I have certainly learned as Todd and I have been going through Glory in Our Midst that it may be. Um, where he writes about republication more than anywhere else. Yeah. Totally. This book is just chock full of it. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, you, you did mention that. And for that reason alone, it's okay. kind of piqued my curiosity. I'm like, oh, you know, got to go there. Got to check it out. <laughs> I did. You know, you know what? I feel I felt I felt I fell prey to um, to going there too early. I, I think it was the first one um, that I read of clients and I just sort of gave up. I didn't know where he was coming from, what he was doing. And, mm. um, yeah. So then, and then, you know, slowly merged into a more kingdom prologue thing. And, and so I imagine now looking at it, it'd be a totally different, uh, and even just hearing you guys kick it off with those first episodes, I was like, wow, this is, yeah, it's all of a sudden it's so much more accessible and really exciting. So uh, I'm looking forward to digging into that some more. Uh, so keep going, man. It's a great job that you guys are doing there. Excellent. Well, excellent stuff. Um, cool. Well, hey, let's leave it at that. Um, just a quick one, sending people to uh, Glory Cloud. Check that out. Um, check out MeredithKlein.com. And uh, thanks again, Chris. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. It's always good to talk to you. <laughs>